Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed the last episode. This episode will be a continuation of last time, which is a reading of my quarter three review from 2022, which you can find on my blog at mattbest.net slash the platform slash quarter dash three dash 2022. So picking up where we left off. Debates over drug use and drug legalization are often infantilized. I frequently find myself disappointed by the public dialogue around drug laws and drug use. There's a recent speech by the new president of Colombia at the United Nations, Gustavo Petro, in which he shared a perspective that is that it is not the drugs that are the problem, but rather the conditions of despair in which people find themselves that draw them to drug abuse. Dr. Carl Hart wrote a book last year called Drug Use for Grownups, in which he supports this view with real data, as he is a psychologist who studies psychoactive drugs and their effects on people on a daily basis. It is so sad to realize that most people in our society think that drugs turn people into horrible human beings. It is a deep lack of acknowledgement of how difficult circumstances and a lack of support can drive people into dark mental spaces, which allow the idea of drug use to be appealing. If someone lives an incredibly fulfilling life in which they have healthy habits, meaningful work, and great relationships, how likely are they to become addicted to cocaine, heroin, fentanyl, or crystal meth? Then, there's another significant flaw in our drug debate, which is the lack of acknowledgement of the damage done by drugs that are legal, which provide billions of dollars in profit to companies like Purdue Pharma, whose actions basically pulled the United States into the current opioid epidemic we're facing. This point does not even touch on the accepted addictions that many people across the world have to drugs like alcohol, which can have devastating effects on the health and wellness of countless people every year. Once we finally acknowledge these realities, we can start to have a real conversation about drug use and legalization. Don't sweep small frustrations under the rug unless you regularly go under the rug to clean it. They will build up into beasts that can be too much to tackle and defeat. We often think that our small frustrations will just pass and that it is better to not make any fuss over them. When we do this over and over again, the problem becomes larger and larger, which makes it more and more of a challenge to take care of and resolve. Talking through these, pro- these small problems as they happen is a much more effective strategy for dealing with them. Just as it is a, a wiser strategy to clean your house wi- with regularity than it is to wait to clean it once per year, which ends up taking an entire week along with lots of stress and sweat, to address. It may be uncomfortable to deal with these problems as they come up in real time, as the person we are talking to about the problem may take it to heart or may not enjoy these small points of conflicts. However, if we take the time to kindly explain why it's better to do it this way and what we avoid if we deal with the problems up front, most people are reasonable and amenable enough to just and try it this way. And perhaps to their surprise, they will likely come back to you in short time to thank you for making this change, as the frustration and emotional roller coaster of dealing with various problems at once carries with it a high psychological cost. If you are in a serious relationship, try doing a monthly check-in with your spouse. In January of this year, Gabby and I started the habit of having a relationship check-in every month. Having this specific time to connect over the same questions allows us to catch everything, to catch anything that we missed in the flow of life each month. It also provides a structured time to appreciate the positive things in our relationship 
and to reorient ourselves away from being solely problem-focused in the relationship. We create space to look at each other and to focus in on ourselves as individuals and our relationship, not the things happening around us. This practice has brought a significant improvement in the quality of our relationship and the quality of our communication. I was first inspired by a podcast interview of Kat Cole on The Knowledge Project, and since starting, we have not had plans of stopping it. If you're interested, here are the questions. The prompt is, when you look back at the last 30 days, what is... One, the best thing, event, moment, or memory. Two, the worst. Three, one thing I can start, stop, and continue doing to be a more effective or better partner for you. Four, your biggest worry. Five, your biggest point of pride or brag. Six, your greatest gratitude. Seven, an optional share. What is the thing that I or we have spent money or time on that provides the most or least value? Eight, a goals check. How can we help each other with goals or interests? Pick one or two, then ask for and offer help. And nine, a progress check. What is one thing I've improved and or not improved from our previous check-ins or stated commitments and goals? Then there are two additional questions we have added since starting. First, what situations will come up in the next month and who is responsible for leading or executing each one? What are our expectations of each other in these situations? And two, what made you feel loved? Seek states of awe frequently, but not too frequently. Experiencing a sense of awe is very helpful in getting us to reconsider how we see ourselves and our problems. In our day-to-day lives, it is very easy to get caught up in our own realities and being consumed by what takes place inside of our own minds. Everything in our lives seems a lot bigger and more menacing when we look at it through our eyes. When we step out to see it from, to see it all from outside of our own perspective, we can get a clearer picture and change. Experiencing a sense of awe can facilitate this process. Stepping out into nature and seeing its vastness on top of a mountain, experiencing the synchronization of thousands of people at a concert or sporting event, or laying in the grass at night and staring up at the stars are some examples of what can provide this sense of awe. However, seeking these states of awe can be addicting and can take us out of the value that lies inside of that day-to-day reality which we frequently are trying to escape. It is just that which I want us to avoid and reconcile when it comes to seeking a sense of awe. The desire to escape. A sense of awe can provide us with a perspective-shifting experience, and we, are and we are subsequently responsible for responding to that experience properly and adapting our own lives to make them lives that we do not want to seek to escape over and over again. And lastly for today, longing is a beautiful experience if we allow it to simply be what it is. In a recent conversation with Gabby's mom, she started telling us how much she missed us and our presence in the house. As she told us that, I was able to read that she was saying it because she wanted that feeling to come to an end soon. In my response, I told her that we missed her too and that we will see each other again indeed, but I did not see her longing as a problem. When she began to cry, I told her to explore how beautiful it is to have a relationship with people for whom you long for their presence. This reconstrual of feelings of longing is a very powerful psychological act. When we can shift our view to the good things that allow these feelings of longing to exist, then they become easier to appreciate and to endure. It goes from an unbearable sensation to one that we can handle and be grateful to experience. 
Imagine a life in which we never experienced longing for someone else or for some experience. That life would be void of love and connection. It would be a life we simply would not want to live. Therefore, why run from these feelings of longing when, deep down, at the roots of them, lies something positive and beautiful? Thanks for listening. We'll pick back up from here next time. I hope that you're enjoying these and you find them to be valuable. As always, much, much love. In the meantime, take care. Cheers.